A shady yard in summer. That's neat. A clear view of winter sunsets. Quiet enough to hear frogs in spring. City utilities and conveniences. We don't want it to be empty and alone at Christmas. Boy, doesn't say, doesn't that say a lot? Yes, according to Charles Osgood, whom I often quote, compared to the spoken word, a picture is a pitiful thing indeed. Now, that week, the Lowe sold their home. Now, ideally, word pictures should either paint beauty, luxury, love, satisfaction, enjoyment, success, performance, or the features painted by Mrs. Lowe. Now, obviously, most pictures will paint a combination of features and benefits, but all word pictures must paint the prospect in the picture for maximum effectiveness. Almost without exception, every product or service can be sold by painting word pictures, especially if the pictures are in the present tense. As I previously stated, we think in pictures, and if we're painted into the picture as satisfied customers, we buy what the salesperson is selling. Now, for example, I want you to listen to this, what I call the Walt to Toronto clothes, and notice the picture that is painted. Greg Watt lives in London, Ontario. Now, he's a financial planner. And uh, the clothes he uses uh, has to do with picture painting and questions. He says to a prospect, if I were to offer you $100, would you start today walking to Toronto? Now, understand it's 120 miles to Toronto from where they are. Now, most prospects would say, why, well, absolutely not. But then Greg says, now, if you knew that a million dollars was waiting uh, on you when you got there, then would you start today. Now, you know what the answer is going to be there. They see at the end of their road, they're going to have that million dollars. Then there's closing question. If I could show you how to arrive at one million dollar city by saving a hundred dollars each month, you'd want to start right now towards that million dollar city, wouldn't you? That's a picture. The late Fred Herman used uh, a fear clothes that painted an instantaneous picture. He was working with Standard Oil a number of years ago, and he uh, taught the service station attendants, and this is when things were a little different there, uh, but they would check the oil, and when they would pull the dipstick out, they'd say to the driver, you need five quarts of oil. Well, you can imagine uh, the picture that would be painted uh, in the prospect's mind. And he said, invariably, the driver of the car would hop out of that car, uh, almost white, uh, you know, with fear, and say, what'd you say? And the attendant would say, yes, you need five quarts of oil. This is awfully dirty. Won't take but a few minutes, and you'll be on your way. It dramatically increased the sale. Now, let me uh, say... Uh, this is uh, word painting and picture painting can be used in virtually anything. But sometimes, and I call this one, the next one the preparation clothes, uh, because a lot of effectiveness comes because you prepared properly. Somebody once said, and I paraphrase him, that spectacular performance is always preceded by unspectacular preparation. Years ago, I worked with Dr. Emil Fales at North Carolina State University, who did a lot of retail seminars for chambers of commerce in the small towns throughout North Carolina. 
One of the things that Dr. Fales would do in order to sell the Chamber of Commerce on uh, this particular idea was he would take his wallet, literally, tie it to the back end of his car and drag it around town for several days. Now, it really ended up just a total disaster. He would then put his credit cards and his cash and his papers in that torn-up wallet, and he would go into one of the stores there in the uh, city he was trying to sell the Chamber of Commerce on to buy a necktie. Well, he would buy the necktie, and invariably the wallets were in the same counter there displayed where the neckties were. He would pull out that beaten-up old wallet to get his money or his credit card out, and then he would uh, always drop it. And when that uh, torn-up wallet would fall, credit cards and cash and all of his papers would scatter all over the place. And he said, without exception, in 100% of the cases, the clerk would always assist him in picking up uh, the papers and the credit cards and the money. But he said, in all the times he did it, he never had a single one of them to say, you know, what you really need also is a new wallet. Isn't it amazing? Uh, and he was able to sell the Chamber of Commerce. He would identify the store and say they obviously need help. And as a result, he was able to sell the seminar, and the attendance was always really marvelous. The next close I want to share with you is what we call the assumptive close. One of the most unique young men, a fellow named Tom Brickman, uh, called on us several years ago, and he was demonstrating and selling the Creepy Crawly. Now, that's a machine that cleans swimming pools. I was jogging when I saw Tom at the front door talking to the redhead, and uh, so I, curiosity, got the best of me. I went over to see what he was selling, and he uh, greeted me warmly and said, Mr. Ziegler, I was just uh, asking your wife if you would be interested in a device that would dramatically cut down on the algae in your pool, reduce your chemical bill at least 50% each month, and you can do it all in less than 10 minutes of your own personal time and have the cleanest pool in the neighborhood. But since you're here, I'll just go ahead and ask you. Well, now, you know when a young man asks a question like that, what kind of answer am I going to give? I said, you bet. We made uh, an appointment for him to come back and demonstrate his machine. Now, he made a lot to do with the fact as he opened the new machine, pulled it out of a box, I could clearly see that it was brand new, and he started showing me the fact that it only had one moving part. Now, I introduced a little intrigue by saying some engineers, you know, that's credibility, in South Africa, that's intrigue from far off, uh, were having a lot of problems, you know, and so they came up with this little device, and it literally only has one moving part. But you're going to start talking about Creepy, and that's what he called Creepy as a hard-working member of the family. Now, he showed me everything he did is he unpacked it and plugged it in, and then he turned it on, and it started going to work. And then while uh, Creepy was working around the bottom of that pool for a few minutes, he said, now, Mr. Ziegler, one of the things that we do also in our service department we make a sketch of every pool that we service, uh, that we sell the Creepy Crawly to. 
That way, when you have a question or need some service, all you got to do is call our engineers, if there's that word again, and uh, tell us who you are. They will pull out the picture of your pool, and then you can communicate with them. Now, would you help me draw this picture to make certain I've got it absolutely right? Now, you're talking about getting the prospect involved. See, that's part of the sales process. He had me involved. And then as it was doing its job, uh, and, and he could see that I had great interest in it, he started uh, the assumptive close. He said, Mr. Ziegler, let me ask you, and this is kind of tied into the alternate of choice, too. Uh, he said, uh, as you could see, this machine is new. But I'd be more than happy to unpack another one for you since this one has been working here about 15 minutes already. Or would you be content to have the one that you can already see is doing such a beautiful job? Well, now you're talking about assuming uh, it was right there. Well, I fell right into it. I said, well, uh, I'm sure this one is all right. I know it's uh, working good. He then went right into it. He said, well, did you want to handle this with a, with a check or should I put it on a credit card? Now, you see what he was really doing there. He was demonstrating, assuming, and getting me involved all at the same time. That is part of the closing process. You don't just go in and close. You demonstrate, you show, you convince, you paint the pictures, you get them involved. Next close is what I call the positive expectancy close. When I was a pup in the life insurance business, I was up in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I had uh, sold a gentleman, he was over 50 years old, very much overweight, and uh, I sold him a $100,000 contract, whole life, and uh, he, the rating came back and it was high. The general agent said, why don't I go with you to deliver it? And I said, okay. And uh, he said, sometimes rated contracts are a little more difficult to deliver. Well, you got a 55-year-old man, uh, overweight, very much rated, but the need is absolutely great. Well, with that